Whether you're listening during a quick coffee break or listening at 3am during the night feed, we're here for you. If you're after honest parenting, self-love, self-care and postpartum body confidence, well here at the Self Love Mum Club, we've got it all. With me, Florence Grace, aka the Self Love Mama. Becoming a mum is bloody tough, especially during a global pandemic. It's lonelier than ever, with no one to hold your hand through it all. I know because I've been there, and so have hundreds of others. So it's time that we all got together, because they say it takes a village after all. If you're looking for a support network made up of the best girl gang around, then you're in the right place. Join the club, the Self Love Mum Club. Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Self Love Mum Club podcast with me, Florence Grace, aka the Self Love Mama, or better known as Flo. Some of you may already know me because I have my own blog and another podcast, Blossoming, and some of you may be brand new to this space. So if you're brand new, hi, hello, welcome. It is amazing to have you here. The Self Love Mum Club is about bringing mums together and discussing completely honest parenting, the days where it's shit, the days where it's amazing, and all the bits in between. It's about talking about learning to love yourself and look after yourself once you've become a parent, and about restoring that body confidence postpartum because it is so hard. When you become a mum, you really can just lose that sense of self, lose your identity and who you were before you became mum. And it's important to remember that you are more than mum, you're also you. And that is what the Self Love Mum Club is all about. It's all about coming together, sharing our experiences and learning from each other about how we can find that balance between being mum and being ourselves. So it's really great to have you all here. Um, If you're tuning in, just thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I'm so excited to get this podcast up and running. I've got some really exciting episodes lined up for you. Lots of um, interviews with other mums and other parents, which is really exciting. And lots of generally great content coming up, which I hope will be really useful to you all, not just on like an educational front, but also just as a break, like it says in the intro, if you're just sitting down for a quick coffee, or if you're stuck up at night during the night feed and you can't get back to sleep, and you just need something to listen to, I'm hoping that the Self Love Mum Club podcast is going to act a bit like a trusty BFF, you know. If your actual BFF is busy sleeping because maybe they don't have kids or maybe their kids are, you know, amazingly sleeping all the way through the night and you can't relate, then you can just turn on the Self Love Mum Club podcast and it'll be like having a chat with an old friend. That's what I'm hoping anyway. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a loose one. There isn't um, a set subject, so to speak. I just want to introduce you all to the concept of the show, introduce you to myself and give you a little update on my background and sort of lay the foundations for the rest of the series. So as I said at the start, my name's Florence, also known as Flo to most people. And in May 2020, during the height of the coronavirus pandemic, I became a first time mum to my baby boy, Jet. It was obviously the most amazing thing to become a mum. But it was not so amazing to become a mum 
during a global pandemic when there was very little support available because no one was allowed to be near anyone and you couldn't see people and it was really hard for me and I felt really isolated and completely alone and I think one of the reasons I've actually made it this far and managed to maintain some of my sanity is because I have such an amazing community of mums on social media across Twitter, across Instagram, across my blog I have connected with some amazing parents. You know, not all of them are first-time parents. Some of them are. Some of them have been parents for a couple years. And some of them are older than me and have older children. And they're still the most amazing people to connect with who are just full of nothing but love and advice and guidance and support. And I cannot appreciate them enough. And so for me, it was really important to sort of create a safe space where mums could come together and find that support that they might be missing in real life. And so the self-love mum club was born. I think that this has the potential to be a really exciting space for parents that are struggling. And because of that, because it's so new, I'm open to suggestions as well. What do you want from the self-love mum club? I, of course, have my own ideas and my own plans in the pipeline, But if there's something that you think you would benefit from as a mum that's looking for a support network, what what would you like to see? What would be helpful to you? What would be useful? Let me know. You can DM me at at the Self Love Mum Club on Instagram or on Twitter and let me know what you want to see, what you want to hear, what's going to help you out in your day-to-day life as a mum that is struggling because maybe you don't have that support in real life or you don't have someone that you can lean on or rely on for whatever reason. Going forward, I want to make it clear that obviously this is meant to be a safe space. I don't just mean the podcast, I mean the self-love mum club and all that it comes to be eventually is meant to be a safe space. So I'm sure it goes without saying because I'm sure no one listening would ever do this, but there will be no judgments here. There'll be no cruelty, there'll be no shaming, because I found at the start of my own motherhood journey that when I shared things online, there were some people who were parents, unfortunately, who were very shamey, very judgmental, and I actually received quite a few nasty messages from other parents about my own parenting, about things that I was doing, things they thought that I was doing wrong or if I was asking for advice and that was really upsetting especially in the early days when you know you haven't quite recovered from the birth yet your hormones are all over the place you're still trying to find your feet in this whole parenting thing and then to get a nasty message about what you're doing it just makes you feel crap and so it goes without saying that the self-love mum club is a judgment-free zone. You will not be judged. You will not be shamed. It's meant to be a safe space for all parents who want to be involved in it. So, you know, none of that. It's going to be a positive, safe place that hopefully we can all offer support and love and guidance to each other and all that jazz, all the good stuff. Speaking of mum shaming, I think that's probably what I will focus on today because it seems like a good place to start the series because it sets the precedent and the tone of voice for the way forward. So have you been mum shamed? 
I'm sure you probably have. Unfortunately, I can't do a live Q&A thing, but I'm sure that many of you who are listening will be sat there nodding your head and you probably can even think of at least one specific time that pops to mind when I say, have you been mum shamed? There's probably an incident that comes to mind and you think, God damn, that person who said that, they just were the worst. I can think of several myself and I'm sure that I'm not the only one. Mum shaming is the absolute worst thing that you can do to a fellow mum. And obviously it's particularly bad at the start of your motherhood journey when you've got a newborn, because it's all so new, especially if you're a first time mum. But for any mum, it's also new. You're trying to find your feet. You're trying to get into a routine and a rhythm that helps you get through your day-to-day life whilst coping with being a parent, making the necessary adjustments to your routines, etc., etc. And for someone to make a comment that criticises you or shames you or is just negative in any way, it just does so much damage. And sometimes I think that the person making the comment may not even realise. So you get your classic mum shamers who know that they're being a bitch and they just say a bitchy, horrible thing. And, you know, one that I got was that I was not dressing my child appropriately and I needed to do better. Someone said, shame on you, do better, dress your child in this kind of outfit instead. And it was this big, long ranty. And I got like three of them, one from the person that I knew Then I blocked them and then I got a very similar message from an anonymous account and it took no no work to to figure out what had gone on there. And I just felt so rubbish. And then I I felt so self-conscious about what I was dressing Jet in that I took their advice and I put him in a hundred different layers in June and there was a bloody heat wave, went out for a walk And he started screaming and I had to take his clothes off and he was wet with sweat. And then I felt even worse. And I just felt like I couldn't do anything right because I had dressed my child one way, been told by someone online that it was wrong and that I, you know, shame on me, it was wrong. Listened to their advice and then my child had ended up distressed because of it. And I just felt so rubbish. And it took me ages and ages before I could actually feel confident in just doing something so simple as dressing my child because really all along I had been dressing him the right way I checked it with midwives I knew what I was doing was right he was happy he was great and then I let one person get to me and it just knocked me for six it ruined my confidence and it was awful and I just think those type of comments the ones where they are purposely shameful are the worst. But then you get your other shamers, the ones who do it sort of backhanded, where it might come from a parent or maybe a grandparent or another relative, where they'll compare it to how it was done in their day, or they'll they'll give a look and they'll be like, oh, you're doing it like that, are you? You know, and it's implied that they don't like or agree with what you're doing, but they don't say it because that would be rude and they don't want to be rude. But it still comes across rude. Do you know what I mean? And those shaming comments are just as bad. And I think it's very important that as soon as that happens from the get-go, you need to draw a line under it and you need to make your expectations very clear going forward, especially if it comes from a family member or a friend. You need to 
from the very get-go, you need to say, look, I'm not on with, on board with that. I don't like how you're talking to me. Or if you don't feel comfortable doing it like that, then it's good to try and spin it around in a positive way. So you can say something like, I really appreciate that you're trying to give me some advice um, and I will take it on board and maybe consider it. Or you could say, I appreciate the advice, but we're going to parent this way. Or I appreciate the advice, but I have looked into it and done my research and I think this way is the way that I feel most comfortable doing it with my child. It lays a very clear boundary that says, look, butt out. Thanks for the concern, but butt out, I've got this. And I think it's really important to do that, just for our own well-being and sanity, really, because otherwise you're going to have unwanted criticism and shaming coming left, right and centre. And I think as hard as it can be, and I know there will be some situations where you can't say anything, but as hard as it can be, it's very important that you stand up for yourself, stand up for your own decisions and trust your gut. Don't let anyone else make you second guess yourself or doubt yourself because that's all that shaming does. It makes you, you know, second guess what you're doing. It makes you feel like you're doing a bad job or not doing the right thing. You will always be able to tell the difference between mum shaming and someone who is giving you genuine thought out advice because they're concerned or they want to help you or they're caring for you. Those comments, totally welcomed. But the mum shamers, just no. Right, I think I've rambled on for long enough. We'll take a quick break and I'll be back in a mo. And we're back. So I just want to apologise because I feel like that was quite an intense start to the first episode to go in on mum shaming already. Um, But I just wanted to touch on it briefly so that we're all on the same page and we know where we're at going forwards because this isn't going to be like mum's net, which we all know is the most toxic site in the world. And if you go there for advice, all you're going to get is shamed. Like I keep saying, This is a safe space where we're all just going to give each other love and support and advice as and when it's required. So I just wanted to touch on it. Spoiler alert, there will be a full episode later on in the series featuring another mum where we discuss mum shaming in more depth. So you have that to look forward to. But because that was a little bit negative, I just want to make sure we finish the episode on a positive So a lot of people listening are probably here because they've connected with me online in some ways. They've seen me talk about doing this new podcast and that means they've probably experienced being a parent during a pandemic. And I don't just mean becoming a first time parent, that might be you, but you might have already been a parent and had to adapt to parenting in a pandemic, be that learning to work from home whilst having a toddler running around or learning to become a teacher whilst also being mum. You know, whatever's been happening, you've probably experienced being a parent during a pandemic. And it has been tough for all of us. We have all struggled. It has been so hard. And I think a lot of us, well, we probably look back on the last year and it can probably feel really tough to think about any good parts. Obviously, becoming a mum, if you're a first-time mum, that's a major highlight. 
But other than that, it probably feels like the last year has been a bit crap. So I just want to talk about why actually parenting during a pandemic has a lot of positives. And it might not feel like it right now, but one of the main ones is that we will probably never spend this much one-on-one time with our children ever. And really, we have the pandemic to thank for that. Because obviously, we've all had days where we've been like, Jesus Christ, give me a break. I just want space. I want to be left alone. I'm all touched out. I don't want the kids near me. I want to be alone in a bubble bath or out for the girl- with the girls for cocktails or whatever else, not at home being a parent. And we've all had days like that, multiple days like that. But I guarantee that when we look back on the last year of our lives, we'll look back fondly, realising that actually it was really lovely to be with our children so much and make so many memories that at the time probably didn't feel like memory making. All those loaves of banana bread baked and all those daily walks to the park or daily walks around the block and all those endless days spent in the garden during the heat wave of April to June 2020 you know it probably didn't feel like memory making at the time but in the years to come they might be some of the best memories that you have and all on the flip side of that our children will really appreciate that time as if they're old enough to remember it, they're going to love that they got to spend so much time with mummy and daddy. And they were probably too young to realise how hard it was on us. But they will love that we were together all of the time. So that's positive number one of becoming a parent during a pandemic. I would say positive number two is aimed more at new mums, is that there was no expectations for visitors You didn't have to get dressed for anyone. You didn't have to look presentable. You didn't have to sort the house out and make it clean and tidy because people wanted to come over and hold the baby and see the baby. You could just chill at home. I know that I spent probably the first six weeks or so in a nursing bra and my big trusty black granny panties because it was so hot. It was a heat wave. It was so hot and I was cooped up in a flat with no garden, no balcony and no one to see, nowhere to go. I just chilled in my nursing bra and my granny pants, baby on my chest or sleeping or whatever. And when I look back at it, it was actually bliss. I watched endless episodes of the Kardashians mostly uninterrupted. You know, I'm never going to get to do that again any other time in my life. And actually, it was relaxing. And at the newborn stage, you don't realise it until they're older. But They actually are really good when they're just snuggling and sleeping on you. Not like when they're nine months old, which Jack currently is, and you're running around after them all the time because they're learning to crawl and they're learning to climb up on things and it's a nightmare. (laughs) So that is a really lovely thing for people who become a mum or have become a mum in a pandemic is that there's no expectations and it's actually far more laid back than becoming a mum usually would be. I would say definitely another positive is that everyone is more excited about your baby. So when you have a baby, people get excited and obviously your friends and family are excited to meet your baby. But when they can't meet your baby, it means that they're more excited about it for when they do get to. 
And if they did get to meet them when the lockdown rules were relaxed a little bit in the summer, it was so much more lovely when they did meet them because it meant more. It was so much more special and it was just like, it was more emotional. It was just gorgeous. It was a lovely time. And I think that is a really special takeaway from the pandemic is that we've all learned just how much we value each other and being with each other and seeing each other over anything else. Forget the material aspects of life. We just want to be with each other and spend time with each other. And I think that's a really lovely thing that has come out of parenting in a pandemic. So (laughs) I know this episode has been a bit all over the place. I've done a little introduction, touched on mum shaming, touched on parenting in a pandemic, the positives of that. And all of those are things that I will go into in more depth in future episodes. But today I just wanted to sort of start the conversation, introduce the Self Love Mum Club and let you know what we're all about and get the ball rolling with it really. I promise that the next episode will be less of an introduction to bits and pieces and have more of a solid structure to it. So you will actually be able to tune in, listen and know what we're going to be talking about and we'll be talking about that for the whole episode. Um, If you're not already, then I would suggest giving us a follow on social media at the Self Love Mum Club. We've got lots of exciting content coming up and another announcement, which I think I will announce in the next couple of weeks. So look out for that on our social media channels. I'm also on the lookout for more mums who want to be involved in the Self Love Mum Club and want to be featured on an episode. It can be talking about something that I suggest or maybe there's a topic that you feel like you can really talk about and you want to discuss it. Hit me up in the DMs, let me know and I'll get you on the show 100%. I want this to be content that's made by mums for mums, you know, and if there's something that you feel like you can talk about because you've got really good experience in that area, whatever it may be, then let me know and we'll sort out an episode about it. I would love to hear from you and I would love to get as many mums as possible on the show to keep this all chatty and fun and not just me talking to you guys and sharing my own experiences and my own opinions. I think it would be nice to have a mixture, a nice little range of topics, a range of voices and yeah, I think that would be really great. I have chatted on about nothing and everything all at once for long enough now so I'll let you go back to your little ones or your coffee or maybe it's time for you to go to sleep now whatever you're up to for the rest of the day I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and I'm so pleased that you've decided to join the self-love mum club see you next time bye listening to the self-love mum club with florence grace aka the self-love mama don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts or follow us on spotify to make sure you never miss an episode keep up to date with us on social media at the self-love mum club and let us know what you thought of the show we'll see you next time